Hey, hey, what's going on, guys and gals? I am your host, Jeff, by Jeff Talks, and this is Learning to Rise. Yes, we have changed the name from Be the Change to Learning to Rise. I'm going back to my my gut on this one. I don't know why, but I kind of started with this and then slowly grew away from it for some reason. So I'm getting back to being able to share things that I've learned um, in my 34, almost 35 years of life. Um, Basically, primarily screwing up for, you know, 10 years of getting loaded. And um, now I'm happy, joyous, and free and sober as can be. So I'm not really sure what I wanted to talk about today. I... I'm actually doing this because I really don't want to do this. And maybe that is what I think um, I'm going to talk about. So here we go. Doing things that you don't really want to do. Gosh, I just fasted for, um, I did a 46-hour fast I ended up overeating like crazy, and this is two days ago, and I felt like a blob. Like, I was literally laying in bed feeling just sick, and I felt very lethargic, just no energy. I didn't want to do anything. I literally ate so much that it hurt, and what an amazing experience and opportunity to learn that was. And I guess that's the feeling that I want to use to describe how it feels to like do something that you really don't want to do, whether it's whether it's talk to somebody, uh, whether it's you know your boss, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, your children, your parents. I think I said parents twice. Um, Anything that makes you uncomfortable, communitively, um, having that conversation, um, starting that exercise routine, you know, starting that diet, maybe venturing more keto, maybe venturing more plant-based, and starting to really figure out what makes you the the primal human being that you've always wanted to be. So gosh, that's why I'm literally sitting here talking at my computer, recording myself, because this is like the last thing that I want to do because I don't feel prime. I don't feel at my best right now. Um, Yes, I did just break my fast and I ate a bunch of food, but nevertheless, what I've come to find out is usually it's the hardest to get going. And even just after this three minutes and almost 30 seconds now, just starting, I feel a little bit better. And that's something that the analogy that I've heard used is it takes the majority of all the fuel to get the space shuttle out of the Earth's atmosphere. It's burned all in the beginning. It's burned in the takeoff and just to get out of the atmosphere. But then once it's cruising, you know, and and using the gravity of the Earth to go around it, it uses minimal 
if barely any of the fuel and what an amazing analogy that like for me once like going to the gym is the hardest part but once i'm there i'm gonna work out you know and once i start working out i'm so excited and stoked that that i went or that yoga class you know that you've been wanting to try that meditation class or breath work or for me oh my gosh i got a good one for cold showers talk about talk about not wanting like in your body literally almost feeling sick because you don't want to take a cold shower especially when you're like super warm and cozy you know or you just had a long work day and jumping in well, not jumping, I feel like not jumping in your shower, but you get the figure of speech. Getting in your shower and and then turning it on cold is probably the last thing that you want to do. I know for me it was the last thing that I wanted to do, but after I did it the first time, I realized how good I felt afterwards. So then now, over two years of taking cold showers... I don't like leaving the shower with it warm. If I'll take a warm shower, I'll at least have to have like, I'll start warm, but then at least halfway, I, it has to be cold. Otherwise, I don't feel like I'm getting the full benefits of, of what the cold water can, can do for me. Mentally, physically, you know, reducing inflammation, um, so many amazing things but talk about something that like you know how you want to feel so i want the outcome but it's so hard to get started especially if i know it's going to be uncomfortable but once i do it and i commit then it's actually pretty easy so i guess a couple a couple little things um that, that I, I do mentally um, to kind of prime myself to get ready for that. For me, breath work. Breath work is one of these, like specifically like breath of fire um, that if you have a yoga practice, I'm sure you've heard of it, but it's this very deep but like quick strong diaphragmic uh, breathing exercise and you can I like to do it through my nose some people also do it through their mouth I think it's personal preference I'm not sure about the different benefits for either or but for me I like going through my nose because I feel like it targets my I have to use more of my diaphragm and, and my stomach, I feel like it's a little bit deeper and I have to control it a little bit more with, with my stomach and again with my diaphragm. So whenever I like I prepare to put the water all the way to cold, I used to ease into it and I would highly suggest that if you're just you know thinking about or starting to take cold showers, you know, just taper it down slowly and just breathe through it every time um 
And then once you kind of feel like you you plateaued or you feel okay, right when you start to feel okay, make it a little more uncomfortable. And I know it sounds crazy. And again, lean into it. Don't kill yourself, obviously. But for me, it's just such a beautiful awareness of how am I feeling? I feel good. Now, I don't want to be masochistic and like hurt myself. But you know what? I feel good. I can lean into this a little bit more just because I want to build more resiliency. Um, And I know I'm talking about the cold showers a lot, but it's an amazing callousing of the mind as well because it trains like the monkey mind starts thinking. And I'm literally like before, right when I first started, I would think of any excuse to not take a cold shower. Oh, I had a long day at work. I'm feeling really stressed. I'm too tired. Whatever whatever the excuse may be, this TV show is really good. Just one more episode on Netflix. Um, I got to pay this bill. I got to pay that bill. Um, I got to smoke a cigarette. I got to make my kids lunch. Whatever it may be. Like I would just go down this list of like reasons of what I was trying to think of to get me out of just being cold for maybe five minutes. That's it. That is absolutely it. So I would breathe before. Quick, hard, shallow. And if you'd like, I'll give you a brief uh, demonstration so maybe you can hear it. Uh, and then try to replicate it and just kind of find the nice flow for yourself. So I do through my nose. So here we go. And yes, I do that in the shower. I don't do it for very long because I don't want to like hyperventilate. I don't want to like lose. I don't, I don't want to pass out in the shower. But I'll probably do that for like 10 or 15 like breaths. And you know, you count every single time I would I exhale, I count that as one. So kind of find the sweet spot. Don't go crazy. Because again, you don't want to pass out in the shower and hurt yourself. But I'll do that and then boom, I'll go cold. So for me, it calluses my mind. It helps me to not allow those zillions of thoughts to try to run away from something that's going to be uncomfortable. I try to focus more on, I know I'm going to feel amazing after this. So switching that negative to positive, right? So I want to feel good. I want to feel good. And you know what? Sometimes in life, you got to go through some really uncomfortable things just to feel good. Doesn't mean it always is going to be like that. But for me, because I always have struggled with wanting to control everything and even people and relationships and, and all that, it's an amazing, amazing tool to really be like, you know what, Jeff? You don't always get your way. Your thoughts aren't going to have that much power over you. I'm going to use this cold shower as a beautiful practice to remind myself that life happens and you can't always control it. Sometimes you just have to breathe through it 
and accept the uncomfortability and just be and still choose to be happy while you're uncomfortable and you're going to feel amazing and you know what more than that you're going to be a better more resilient confident man once you get through this and it has an amazing like list of benefits you guys can do your own research um incredible so gosh what other examples do i have i think i think me just doing this podcast i i got to be honest i i don't like talking by myself in this like room i'm in my room right now just hanging out and i literally feel like i'm talking to the walls and to my like, to no one and it's really really hard to like put myself out there and and just try to share you know tools that have helped me in my life and that have kept me sober and that have kept me striving to be the best that i can be and allow the god of my understanding to to continue to influence and and guide me um but th- this is weird this whole entire thing is is very weird it's it's uncomfortable and for some reason today it just kept coming up in my mind just you got to record you got to record you got to record <laughs> and in my head i'm just like but what what do i record like i i have a list of like topics but i i try to stick to them but also especially in like this first season of podcast guys i really trying to i want to try to keep it as as real and organic as possible i'm season two you know we're, we're gonna get some more interviews and well some more we're gonna actually have interviews and i i really see this thing growing and i'm super super excited but i really knew i needed to just push record and to almost check in with myself so another kind of amazing thing that I'd like to talk about and then uh, and then we'll leave it at that. But it was I, I called my mom today and and she's a nurse. She's been a nurse at Long Beach Memorial for 35 years and I called her just, you know, check in, hey, do you need anything? Um, she's quarantined herself. So she's not really seeing any anybody other than her her work friends and her patients. But I called her just to say, you know, hi, how are you? How are you holding up? And um, she said she's doing okay. And then she asked me how I was, and I was like, you know, I'm I'm doing good. But I guess I had a little like hesitant hesitation in my voice, and. And so she asked, you know, why that was. And I kind of told her that it's been a struggle with just with this energy. And I know you guys heard maybe a couple of the the other podcasts and just with experiences at the grocery store and stuff like that. But the energy is is weird. And um, specifically, I had this um, interesting conversation with, with my girlfriend and it was really 
for me, it was an enlightening almost experience to be able to hear her voice to me and share with me that she doesn't feel comfortable seeing me right now. Um, and she wants to quarantine herself at, for at least, you know, about two weeks. And just, I'm so grateful that I was able to be in an amazing state that I feel like wasn't me, but I just wanted to support her and and love her in the best way that I could. And, and you know, I kind of said some other things about, I vented to my mom how, like, it was really hard for me at first because I'm crazy controlling. And, and, you know, it was really hard for me to accept the fact that something out of my control was basically making my decision whether or not I was going to see somebody without me and talk about feeling completely and utterly powerless. But thank the God of the universe that I was I was able to support and and seek to understand, not be understood, and and seek to love and not be loved. I'm so grateful for for that experience. It was amazing. And then through that experience that I had with my girlfriend, I was able to to kind of share the the like control, kind of shame, guilt, like little experience that I had with her, I was able to share that with my mom. And then my mom told me about something that she was going through. And basically we were able to, like I was able to take something that was very, very uncomfortable. Like I literally, I was pissed. I was irritated and frustrated, you know, because no one can tell me what to do. Nobody else can make my own decisions for me, right? Like, I'm a man, girl, you know, I'm a peacock. Watch me roar, you know? So it was just amazing to be able to be humbled through that experience. And then having that, you know, anger, irritability, control, and then acceptance, and then empathy towards myself, and then being compassionate, and then now being able to be empathetic towards my mother, and then encouraging her and loving her just by simply sharing my my experience it was amazing. So how encouraging, like, for me was that? And just being able, being able to really just sit back and, and soak in those experiences makes those those cold water showers that much more fulfilling to know that the universe wants to use these struggles and wants to to deliver them through love and empathy to encourage others and how amazing of a time is it right now that we can give give love and and receive love all intertwined in this beautiful just circular motion 
And I'm just so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful to be alive in 2020, be 34 years old, and to have all the love and support, to have all the, the really, really, like, utterly breaking experiences that, that I've had in my life. And I'm so grateful for them because now the universe is using them for good. Right when we need to be, like, now is the time to basically apply all those uncomfortable experiences. Now is when, you know, we need to be one because we are all one. We are all one breath. We are all one, you know, sight and feeling and, and emotion and flow. And we can all sense each other's energy. So now, for me, it is when I need to give love the most, when I need to be empathetic with others the most and forgiving others because I was forgiven. And I'm so, again, absolutely grateful. I feel like I'm saying grateful so many times, but it is so important for me to, to practice gratitude and to share how grateful I am because in doing that for me, it holds me so accountable. And, oh, shout out to Erin. She invited me on uh, her Zoom, like meditation, Zen meditation group that, that she started. Um, shout out to Erin. That was, that was rad. I'm so grateful to have been invited and, and to speak. Like, I'm so humbled, you know. I, it was super weird, you know, being on the, the webcam and, and again, like having to kind of share and pour your heart out to like my little screen and my computer and whatnot and nobody else is around. You can't really feed off of other people's faces and their emotions and, and the energy and stuff, but it was amazing. And I got so much from it. And it feels so good to be a part of being unified through pain and and suffering. I'm just so incredibly filled with an abundant joy. Um, so thank you, Aaron. <sighs> so I think that's it for today's episode, guys. That's about all I got right now. I really hope you enjoyed it. I'm spent. I may go take a nap. <laughs> or I'm going to go get pressed juicery ice cream. It is almond-based and it is fantastic. Get a little almond butter on there. Holy sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yum. So I love you guys. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And the universe loves you. Bye. What's happening, family? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please share with all your family and friends. And if you want to dive deeper and do some one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, please go to jeffgonzell.com. That's J-E-F-F-G-O-N-Z-E-L-L.com. Check out the website. It has free resources and also it has access to working with me one-on-one. -on -one. Enjoy. Have a beautiful day.